Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We are live at Chicken and Beats in South Philly. It is John Barchard, joined by Dave Spadaro, and of course, the two big men in the room, Mr. Brent Brooks, Mr. Benny Logan. Gentlemen, what's going on this evening? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for me on. I'm doing great, man. Awesome. And, uh, and uh, Dave, how you doing down I'm, there, bud? Hey, John, you know, I am doing really well. I mean, I, I'm pretty excited, 2-0, right? You guys are excited about 2-0? Yes. yes. Right? Big game on Sunday? Yes. So I, I, love, I, I think we're going to talk about this football team. In a totally different perspective. And, John, I have a question for you to yes. start with. 2-0, and oh, okay? Does it change the way you feel about this team? Oh, flip the, uh, for me, it flipped the entire season. Wait a minute, so he got a certain way about us? Yes, right. that's, that's, that's right. exactly. That's right. Wow. I'm ahead, judging John. you literally as you're on stage. Go here. ahead, John. Wow. How, how do you, I know, it's been, it's been so messed up. So you want to speak more about that now? Yeah, yeah. Abso- absolutely I do, because you guys have done a tremendous job, not only just, uh, you know, the, the football uh, acumen kind of speaks for itself on the field here, but you have given Philadelphia... I mean, going into this, a lot of these folks were saying, this is a lost season. Like, you're just waiting for these guys to kind of hang around to develop. It's going to take some time for these guys to create this chemistry. So, I mean, like, what has it been this, this year? I mean, there's been a lot of changes this offseason again. So what has brought you guys together and made this, like, full force in the first two weeks here? Um, I, I mean, just, I guess, speaking from an offensive standpoint, I mean, coming in, you know, Doug's, you know, high energy every day. I think his energy rose off uh, on the rest of us. You know, you got Carson, who's, you know, in the film room um, pretty much. I think he gets there at 5 a.m. and is watching film until, you know, we go out there uh, to the field. And, I mean, just everybody really buying in. Everybody, uh, you know, one thing Doug says is, you know, let your personality show. You know, go out there and be you, whatever it is that, you know, allows you to play at, what you know, at your highest level. Um, you know, he encourages. So I think, you know, people just feed off that. And is that, is, you feel the same way, Benny, where it's just kind of like it's it's a little more you this year. It's a little more you just go out there and do your thing. Yeah, definitely that. And uh, on defense, I, I could speak on, uh, we brought a lot of guys in with experience that played around the league with teams that uh, with similar defense that we played. And so you could put those guys in, just insert them in wherever you need them at and just go and just let them play. And uh, the guys up front and the linebacker, we've been playing together like four years now. So you just put them in a scheme and just let them go out there and show their personality. But the main thing, I think we're really just having fun and just gelling along the way. And so each week's going to be a challenge for us, but when we embrace and just go out there and just, you know, play to our best ability. See, now going back to what John said, how he felt about the team prior to the season, are you even, Benny and, and Brandon, are you even aware? Like, do you read magazines and say the Eagles are going to finish – Seven and nine, six and ten, whatever. Do you even pay attention to what people think outside the building? You want me to be honest? Yes. I, no, I don't even watch ESPN unless a game on or something. Okay. Uh, I yeah. really don't pay a, a not a bit to none of the talking or anything like that because 
that's based on people's opinion. At the end of the day, it's all about, you know, the guys in the locker room, the coaching staff, and just how we prepare each week or whatnot. Uh, Coach spoke on it a few times that nobody believes that we're going to do anything. Right. But it doesn't really matter what they say. It's about how we prepare each week and the mindset we have uh, as we go into each game. Has that always been the way, Brandon? Even You've played on some good teams in Houston, some teams that weren't that good in Houston. Did everybody feel that way? Yeah, I mean, you're really ignoring the noise. Um, and that's why the game, you know, is played, you know, so you can go out there and see who the best is. And, uh, you, you know, you know, outside the locker room, um, all the noise, we just really don't pay attention to it. So, Well, that's interesting, too. I mean, like, as far as the media and, and things you can control, do you do the same things on, on social media, too? Like, is there a way you just kind of black it out or you won't, like, you know, you just won't go on there to see what fans or certain people are kind of tweeting at you just to avoid all that stuff? Me, honestly, like, people tweet at me and say stuff, but if you follow me on social media, you know I'm always joking, having fun. Like, yeah. I could care less what anybody say about me or think about me. Because at the end of the day, it's about how you are as a person. Like, what makes you happy or whatnot. If I listen to all of the negative stuff that people say, you know, I walk around here like a zombie all sad and depressed. <laughs> like, I could really care. Like, if you know me, like, I'm always joking and laughing no matter what, you know, the situation is. Like, I'm going to have fun. So, I mean, people say negative stuff on me. You know, I always say something funny back to them. You know, I feel like if you do that or whatnot, it pretty much take away the thing they're trying to do to you. Guys, I thought that Monday night was a classic example of a team win. And I'm going to give you a a third quarter sequence, and you tell me what it meant to you as you look back on it. Eagles lead 9-7. to seven. Offense goes down the field, scores a touchdown, and then Nigel has the big interception, dances down the sidelines, doesn't get into the end zone, and I'm sure you busted yeah, his, his chops about scored. that. right? <laughs> and then the offense scores again, so that's a 14-point advantage for the Eagles, 17-point lead. Did you feel like that kind of, is, kind of encapsulated what this team has been all about? Everybody's chipping in. Everybody believes in each other, and you're kind of feeding off of one another. Your offense feeding off the defense, defense, defense feeding off the offense. I definitely agree with that. Uh, there's, I think football is the one sport is that there's a true team game or not. Like one person can't get it done. They have to take 11 guys on both sides of the ball, you know, not just offense defense. Special team has been a great thing for us uh, the past years I've been here or whatnot. And it continues being a success for us. So I think God just really just, you know, if offense make a big play, you know, the defense mind says, let's go out here and get a stop and get offense, you know, the ball again so to keep that momentum rolling. So I think we just continue to gel off each other and just go with the flow. And, Brandon, like towards that, you know, towards that end of the quarter, you had a, you guys had a big, you know, touchdown and, uh, you know, kind of the term went around that was, you know, Doug was being real aggressive all game. What was his message to you guys on, you know, I know the uh, Sproles and then Matthews kind of went in there. What was his message to you guys as he was going out there was like, you have to score here, make sure it's, make sure you get in type of feel or? Well, we know any time we go out there, we're trying to score. And, you know, especially when we get down there, I mean, you know, we're, we're trying to, every, every snap we take out there that close, you know, we're trying to score. So, I mean, it, it didn't necessarily come from, from Doug, although, you know, he, you know, wanted to score just like we did, but we took it upon ourselves to, you know, keep trying to score. Guys, is Monday Night Football still special for you? Of course. Uh, like I said last week, you have prime time. Your family and friends are back home watching everybody in America. You're the only football game on TV, so everybody's focusing on what you're doing and whatnot. So it's definitely, you know, a special thing for me and a lot of other guys in the locker room. And then on the back end of that, the plane lands from Chicago into Philadelphia at 3.30 in the morning. Right. Yeah. So, what did you do? The re- what did you go right home? Did you go to sleep? Did you go work out? What did you do? I went home, uh, watched some TV, and then I uh, pretty much went to sleep from there. 
Nah, I went home, went to sleep. It was no watching TV. <laughs> I was tired when I got in. I was like, man, like that's the only thing I hate about, you know, Monday night games when you have to travel far, you get in late. And so it pretty much just messed up your whole day the next day. And what's the recovery process like? You have to recover fast because we're on a short week. We played Sunday, and, and tomorrow's already Thursday, so you kind of wind it down the week. So you really just have to get in your recovery mode. Like the next day where you used to take the day out to rest, you really have to get you know, the sword and the cold tub, Epsom salt bath, massage and things like that, and just get ready for practice the day after. Cool. Yeah. Is that, uh, like, is there, I know you took, when it's not a Monday night game, is there, what, what's the kind of, what do you do when you're day off? Like, we talked about just, that last week. You wasn't here. Oh, oh <laughs> no. no. Hey, I'm going to do my homework. I'm not going to do that again. I know what Benny was doing. <laughs> Benny was in the community yesterday cleaning up a park. Yeah, it was. I love seeing that, man. Yeah. Why is that important to you? Uh, because I understand where I come from. You know, I come from, like, uh, where we cleaned up the park yesterday, something similar to where, where I grew up. So I was trying to get in the community just give back. Uh, one thing I never forgot is where I came from and what I came from. So just to get out in the community, just uh, have fun with the kids, and just show the community, you know, even though we're football players and everything, we still care about the community. We just don't care about football. It's bigger than, you know, football and everything like that. So I feel like it's not about what you do for yourself, but it's about what you do for other people that makes a statement about who you are. Was there ever a time in either of your lives when you were kids and a professional athlete or some, you know, adult came and really kind of changed your life doing that sort of, that sort of thing, making a difference, showing you that, hey, I'm a professional athlete or I'm a college athlete, but what's really important are the things you do when you're off the field? Uh, I mean, I never uh, had one, you know, come in or anything growing up. Nothing? No. Me, never uh, an athlete never came spoke at your school. No, I'm no. from a small town, man. We don't really have no big time athletes. Or anything <laughs> no LSU, no LSU athletes came by and said, "Hey, kids, what do you not understand? I'm from yeah. a small town. <laughs> LSU is like, <laughs> LSU is not a small town. <laughs> no. Is there anybody like non-athlete wise that would the, the kind of uh, you know came like family and friends, yeah. like older family and friends and things like that that you know kind of showed you the way how things are supposed to be done? But that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey guys, I mean, congratulations on the win, two and zero. Pittsburgh Steelers coming to town. It's going to be crazy at Lincoln Financial Field on Sunday. What is Doug? What has he been talking about this week? Has he has he hyped up the game? Is it just a, is it just a normal week for Doug Peterson and the Philadelphia Eagles? I think he's really excited about this week. I don't know because we're playing Pittsburgh. It's kind of like the battle between you know two teams as in um, Pennsylvania, but uh, we definitely know it's going to be a, a fight out there. Uh, Pittsburgh is known for being a physical team on offense, defense. You know every phase of the game. So I think we just really just embraced. I know Coach is definitely looking forward to it because you could tell, you know, the energy he had this morning mean that uh, he's really, you know, looking forward to his game. And we were too. I mean, we got something going. We want to continue just uh, keep it rolling, especially at home or whatnot. I know the crowd going to be fantastic. So it's just all about us just going out there and just executing. And, Brandon, so far, I mean, this this Pittsburgh front seven has been, been pretty lethal. Uh, and, you know, you're looking at guys like Shazier and actually, you know, Harrison that's been in the league forever and it's just – a lot of monsters in the middle, a lot of monsters on the outside. What's your kind of preparation facing, uh, you know, maybe your toughest test of the season thus far? Uh, watch a lot of film, you know, watch all their blitzes, their tendencies like that, putting a good game, playing together, executing in practice and doing the same thing in the game. And is there anybody that, like, I know obviously, like, your mentality, everybody's mentality is like, we are, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to do my assignment, I'm going to beat this guy. Is there anything that makes you nervous coming into a week like this? 
no. <laughs> Nothing at all? No. Nothing at all. And it's just, I guess that's just part of the preparation and, be, yeah. and being ready for, right? Uh, you know, you practice, uh, you work on different things for, you know, different uh, techniques or different moves a guy might give you. Uh, and, you know, pretty much go off that. I mean, if you practice and you're consistent throughout the week, I mean, I think the game will take care of itself. So, Brandon, if you could give the people who are listening a little football 101 lesson. You play the right guard position, and this week I guess it's a three-man front for the Pittsburgh Steelers as opposed to four down linemen. What does that, for a, from a fan's standpoint, the technique of playing against a three-man front and what you're looking at versus playing against a four-man front and what you're looking at, is it a lot different? Is there is there a big change in in the way it's played on Sunday? Uh, you know, a little bit. Uh, you know, with a three down, you know, the, the center is usually covered, and um, which means that there's somebody directly over the center. Yeah, somebody directly over the center, and then somebody um, either say inside shoulder or head up on the tackles with two outside linebackers, and then you know, obviously in a four three, um, you know, a guard might be covered with a three technique, and then you have a shade on the other side. So. Um, it's a little bit different how you attack those defenses, but, uh, you know, I think we'll be fine. All right. Well, more with uh, Brandon Brooks and, of course, Benny Logan as we're going to break this thing down from Chickies in the Chickies and Beats in South Philly right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Um, it's definitely going to be a competitive matchup. You know, you don't want to make it, like, bigger than it is, obviously. But, you know, at the same time, you know, guys understand, you know, what's going to go down on Sunday. We played a team in Cleveland. We felt like we just came out. We were the better team. You know, we did what we need to do. Versus Chicago, we knew we going to have a chance to kind of impose our will the same way. When you come against a team like the Steelers, they're thinking the same thing about us that we think about them. And they're a confident group. Teams that say that they're going to put up 30 points every single game, people just don't say that. If you don't just throw that out there unless they truly believe that and they do so what does that mean for our offense we got to go out and we got to say yo we're going to put a 30 40 and so what does that entail this week of practice has to be huge and then just like the level of confidence we got going to the game with us be at an all-time high sports radio 94 wip it's the in the trenches show with uh, brandon brooks and of course benny logan Dave Spadaro, John Barchard here with you as well. And, you know, we, uh, we keep talking about this, uh, this Steelers game that's coming up here, fellas. And, uh, yeah, Dave, what's... Yeah, I uh, have a question for you, John. Yes. So the Steelers and the Eagles play, like, every four years. Do you consider the Steelers to be a, an especially special rival for Philadelphia Eagles fans, from a it's, fan standpoint? It's weird because, like, there's, I mean, there's the definite, you know, Flyers-Penguins thing that's yeah. happening there. I don't think it's crossed over... To football, I think there's the the obvious, you know, the, a lot of the Steelers folks always just kind of go, Ugh, Philadelphia, this is the city of champions. Like they, they you know, they, they have the little snub, uh, absolutely, up, uh, nose up in the air type of deal that's going on there. They travel really well, so you're going to hear them in the link, of course, and you know that's why it's. I, I don't think the rivalry is quite there yeah, yet. Yeah, I, I agree. My sense is that Eagles fans who despise the Cowboys, we talked about that last week. They despise the rest of the NFC East don't like the Steelers and certainly are not rooting for the Steelers on Sunday, but they have a healthy respect for that organization and all the Super Bowls that they've won and the way they do their business. And so I think there is a, a mutual respect, at least from the Eagles fan standpoint, to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, and uh, I mean, they, and they, they also have the kind of the same disgust, I think, probably out of, I mean, I know it's jealousy, yes. obviously, and there's, there's still no Super Bowl rings in there. They have six of them. They, you know, the high, high or stairway to seven, I think that there's, that's kind of the anthem that's going on there. So it's there, and it's a, and again, it's a really big, really, really big test, I think, for uh, the, the rest of this Eagles crew here to kind of step in there and just kind of see, 
see where you're, where they're at. Absolutely. Uh, you know? Is this guys? We heard Jordan Matthews talk about it at the break. How big this game is. I mean, do you see it as a? All right, we're two and zero, but we've beaten two teams that aren't real good in Cleveland and Chicago, and this is the test to find out how good the Philadelphia Eagles are. Do you look at it that way? Uh, I mean, I, I would I would say so. Um, going up against the Steelers, you know, you know they have a good offense, good defense, um, you know, stuff like that, and you know we're both two and zero, and you know go out there and, and try to win a game. And do you think? I mean, like. This might be step it up, and I know you guys think look at things like week to week. How good do you think this team can be this year? I think we have a chance to be really special. Uh, like I said earlier, a lot of people not expecting you know us to do much. That's what we could surprise people at. But at the same time, you got to ignore the outside noise and just continue just working on the things we've been working on each and every week. Uh, you just can't you know get too big headed or anything. Got like they got to stay in the moment, just embrace it. And just come out here and just work each and every week. Uh, each week's going to be a different challenge for us, but we just got to prepare hard and just go out there and just dominate. You know, guys, we talked a little bit earlier about Doug Peterson and his message to you and the relationship kind of that he's forged with you. I'd like to talk a little bit more about the position coaches. I know you spend a lot of time with your position coaches. And, Brandon, you know, Jeff Stoutland, the offensive line coach, is a really emotional, fiery guy. And Chris Wilson, for you, Benny, is his first year in the NFL. Can you talk about that relationship, how much you spend time with that coach, and, and what, what he needs to tell you on a daily basis, what relationship you want to have with him? Uh, me and uh, Coach Stout you know, have a great relationship. Uh, you know, I'm constantly talking to him. I mean, other than the Spamco, that's you know, the coach I talk to the most. And, uh, you know, he's kind of, like you say, he's a fiery guy, uh, you know, heck of, heck of an O-line coach. But, you know, he's always on you. He wants, you know, the best out of you. And, you know, he's not going to accept anything less. So, um, you know, there's days where he's hard on me, but, you know, I appreciate it because it makes me a better player. Uh, me and my coach, Chris, have a, a really good relationship, not just me, but every player in that room. Uh, he expects great things out of everybody. And, uh, he always hard on us, you know, every week. It doesn't matter who we're playing because he wants our best no matter what. Uh, he don't let us get too high. He don't let us get too low. Uh, he always tells us just enjoy the moment or whatnot. And um, he prepares and wants us to go out there each and every week, just dominate, uh, just play on the other side of the line of scrimmage, every snap. And you do a good job of rotating, you know, every guy's in and out of the uh, out of the game and whatnot because you want us to be fresh, especially in the fourth quarter. Just go out there and just take it over and, and just continue just playing fast. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have – obviously we want to keep continuing on uh, seeing what these guys think about the Steelers as well. Uh, Nolan Carroll actually had also talked about this matchup. We'll talk more to these guys right here. It's in the trenches on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We still got a long ways to go, but, you know, we're heading in the right direction as far as, you know, what we're trying to do. The objectives every single week, you know, just to really get after the quarterback, get him off his spot, and enforce errors by the offense to make them do things that they don't necessarily like doing. So we're doing well. We're on the right path, but, you know, there's still a lot of room we can improve upon. A different type of offense than we're so used to seeing, you know, and it all starts with the quarterback, Ben. You know, he's a guy that stands on the pocket, fearless, got a big arm, you know, pressure, the rushing doesn't affect him as much as the first two quarterbacks that we played. Great receivers, you know, they have Antonio Brown, they got Wheaton, they have Sammy Coates, they have, you know, they got a tight end that's pretty good. They got a running back that's their workhorse right now. So, you know, they got a bunch of different weapons in a bunch of different areas. So for us, it's just going to be one of those matchup things, you know, one of those things that we have to be aware of what's going on every single down and distance, you know, know where 84 is at all times and just know what they like to do. They're Brandon Brothers stuff and, and try and take it away. Radio 94 WIP. It is John Barcher, Dave Spadaro, and we are hanging out 
Sports with Brandon Brooks and Benny Logan. We are getting, uh, we're, you know, starting to look ahead finally to the Steelers. And, uh, Damian, you know, just like you were saying, like, this is, I, I, I'm excited because, you know, the, the, like you were saying, the Steelers are kind of the gold standard. They've been uh, playoff contenders. There's Ben Roethlisberger. There's Antonio Brown. There's Ryan Chazier. There's a lot of notable names nationally that everybody knows. And, I don't know. What's your, I guess what's your more, more or less feel coming into this? Oh, I told, I'm, I'm with you completely on this is the litmus test for the Eagles. I mean, this is a really good football team. I think the defense has been very good for two games, but they've not seen an offense anything close to what the Steelers will show on Sunday. So I look forward to seeing what Benny Logan can do, destroying the Steelers <laughs> at the line of scrimmage. And then, you know, the offense, all of a sudden, there's so much confidence at the quarterback position. And, John, I, I actually asked this question late in the game on, on Monday night, going down to the sidelines of Soldier Field, and I said, when's the last quarterback that you can remember with the Philadelphia Eagles in whom you had so much trust just to, to make the right calls, to make the right decisions? And I almost felt like, like just way ahead of myself asking that question because Carson's only played two games. He's a rookie. But I heard answers like, I've never felt this confident. I have to go back to the very early days of Donovan McNabb. Yeah. I have to think about Ron Jaworski. Oh, yeah. I mean, in, in two games, and I think that everything always stems from your head coach and then your quarterback. And I think Doug has blown the doors off this team so far. And I think Carson has blown the doors off the league so far. And so I can't wait to see how it works out against a, a, a legitimate Super Bowl contender, yeah. a team that all these power rankings have ranked number one in the league after two weeks. And, the, and you mentioned it too. I mean, I think that's the kind of underrated part about the last two weeks has been Doug Peterson. I mean, he's been very aggressive. He's been, the, the, you know, the, all the Andy Reid 2.0 type of stuff that you heard. But it's I so mean, different. It is, it's so different from yeah. that. But it, it is yeah, it's exactly. completely different. It's four of four on, on fourth down conversions. Brandon, when he calls for the to go for it on fourth down, does it really give you confidence? Does it make you say, hey, my coach believes in me? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, you know, it shows coach has faith in us that we're going to make the first down. And, and have you ever been with a coach who's kind of been such a, a gambling guy? Uh, I, I probably have to say no. Yeah. I probably have to say no. But like you said, you know, he instills that confidence, that he has confidence in us that we're going to get the first down. In, in the coach that Doug was compared to is Andy Reid, who was here for 14 years and the Eagles went to five NFC championship games, but he wasn't really that much of a risk taker. I get the sense that Doug uh, is much more willing to take those risks. And I think, John and Brandon, I think a lot of it's because he has so much confidence in Carson Wentz. Like, so, Brandon, yeah. do you spend time with the kid? Is he, is he mature beyond his years? Do you get a, a feeling like he's been in the league for 10 years? Uh well, first, I'll say he comes in with a chip on his shoulder every day. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, you know, when, when you come in at 5 a.m. every day to watch film. you know, Literally, before, 5 a.m.? Yeah, before, hours before people, um, you know, get there. And then you're constantly, you know, you got quarterbacks all around you. You know, Coach Peterson played the lead for some time. Coach Wright played the lead for some time. And then uh, Flip, I mean, he... Uh, he played fit, in college? Yeah, he played uh, in college. So, I mean, you got guys around you who played the position, um, you know, at the highest level and played for a long time, you know, uh, know what you're going to see, what to expect, you know, when to release the ball, things like that. Yeah, it's it's been really uh, – so I, I think, yeah, to go back to your question, I think Sunday's 
Um, it's going to be the first of many, many tests this year. But the way that the town and the media and the fans around the country and the, have looked at this team, it's 180 degrees different than it was three weeks ago. Absolutely. And, Car- you know, Carson has a ton to do with that. My only criticism of Doug thus far, and maybe you guys can help me out with this, what's with the visors? The visors you know? is swag. <laughs> it's, you yeah, think it's yeah, swag? Yeah, that's swag. Right. There's, there's a ton of people that are just like, just give me the cap already. No. I know he's got the big salt and pepper thing going <laughs> on. Yeah, but he got, like, some good hair, so... I mean, I feel like he yeah. wanted his hair to kind of stick up one. So let it breathe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let it really get you know out of there. No, that's that's great. And uh, honestly, like I am, I am really excited to see Dave. Like how, you know, is he going to go to those empty sets again? Will we see a little more yeah. Trey Burton if Zach Hurts is out? Like all those, all those things that are that are there. Um, I, I want to see it to continue. And I don't see him. I don't see them. I don't see you guys slowing down at all uh, when it comes to this. You know that, and I. And is you know we've talked about Doug here a lot, Benny. But is, is, I know Jim is a very intense guy. Just on his press conferences and everything else, is he the same same way fired up? Like screw this! I know Ben Roethlisberger is coming in here. We're going to take care of business this week. Uh, yeah, definitely. At the, uh, the end of the day, you know, each week we talk about you know we got to face these guys, we got to look out for these guys. But it's all about us. Uh, they're going to have to stop us or whatnot. So he let us know that each and every week they have key players on their team, but at the same time we have guys on our team that they're going to have to look up and uh, game plan and get ready for us. So it's all about stopping us more as uh, getting after those guys or whatnot because at the end of the day we could beat ourselves if we don't um, prepare well you know, each week. Benny, it, Benny, as you look back, was it, and I'm not here to criticize the defense from last year, but there were some issues obviously, but is, it a, is the mentality of the defense, the philosophy of the defense, just completely different than it was last year? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, the past three years out there was in 3-4. You know, things were different. The scheme was different and everything like that. Uh, this year, I could definitely say just the attitude, the way we approach practice, the way we approach games, the checks and changes we make at halftime to adjust to the things that, you know, that team did. Uh, I think last week against the Chicago Barrels is a good example. You know, they had tendencies going into the game or whatnot, but once we got into the game, they kind of broke away from the tendencies. So, uh, halftime, we made adjustments and whatnot. and was able to, you know, stop the things that they were doing to us in the first half. And I think just the whole attitude and mindset going into each week, you know, just getting ready and just the energy that the coaches bring each week, you know, just put allowing us to be good and just get after the front because we really don't want to put them in a situation to take away, you know, their bread and butter and just put them one-dimensional and just let us have fun in fourth quarter. Hey, Benny, what were they doing? What kind of stuff? I mean, you only gave up seven points in the first half. What were they doing to you? Uh, you know, some tendencies uh, we've seen on the field in the first, like the five games broke down. When they was on the center, they were big or more of a run team. But uh, once, once we got in the game, you know, on the center was more pass plays and, you know, shotgun, it was more pass plays the game that broke down. But once we faced them, shotgun became more run thing. So, you know, we adjusted the coverages and things like that so we could, you know, help in the run game when the box was like. Hey, Benny, do you – there are two games, two quarterbacks have been knocked out of the game. Um, is that exciting for a defense? Uh, I think it makes a statement, you know, the things that we're trying to do as a defense and everything. And so, I mean, it's a – I won't say a good thing, but we just really get after people, you know, as a defense. And, I mean, it makes a statement once you take a quarterback out of the game because, you know, there's somebody that they always, you know, want to protect and get the offense going. Yeah, there's uh, – yeah, and absolutely. So, if, I mean, if you if we're looking for uh, – you know Landry to kind of come out there in the in the uh, in this game. I think a, a lot of people are going to celebrate that too. I know there's a lot of Eagles fans that have you know questions for uh, for Brandon or for Benny. So if you want to do that right now at eight 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 
729-9494, pound 9494 on your AT&T and Verizon cells. We'll try and get your questions in uh, in the last few minutes here. There's a couple actually coming in from Twitter, some fun ones to loosen it up No here. crazy childish questions, though. Let's be serious. Uh, arm wrestling between you guys. Who wins? Oh, that's a good one. Teal. Okay. What? How about a thumb wrestle? What? <laughs> thumb wrestle. Thumb wrestle. Thumb wrestle, you said, right? I don't want you to get thumb hurt. Thumb wrestle, maybe bloody knuckles. I don't yeah. know if that's yeah. that thing. Uh, Hand no, slap. No. Is, that what, that, is that what that is? Yeah, bloody yeah, knuckles? Yeah. No, I don't no. think they want to do blood and other things. Not a good idea. They don't want to do. They obviously don't want to do an arm wrestle. No. Okay. No. Yeah, they'll you know, keep the biceps intact. Right. right. Keep yeah. the shoulders strong. Yes. Well, and, yeah, well, Brandon, I got I got another question for you because I mean, like you have you faced some. I mean, for the most part, maybe not the most talented defenses thus far, but some pretty smart defensive minds and Fangio, and you know, you had uh, Ray Horton before that. Now you have like another uh, a Dick LeBeau like kind of protege coming in here so i mean like is there you know what kind of uh, what kind of mentality do you have to have and like do you do you have to just is it really just all getting the mental steps down first and worrying about the physical stuff later you're talking about as far as uh, pre- like preparing game plan or? but yeah i mean preparing or is there like one guy you're singling one guy you're singling out like i know i can take care of this dude or i know i can take care of this guy you know as long as we kind of scheme it that way run towards him pass well, a certain way etc uh no i mean you know, how you prepare is, you know, after you know, your last game, you know, you talk about it, correct it, and then from there, you know, you, you go through, you know, what are the base fronts, and then from the base fronts, you know, what uh, what do they do with nickel, what are their blitzes, who does what, you know, what, you know, certain guys who, you know, obviously, uh, you know, James Harrison, he's been playing for some, for a while, um, Chase Zier, you know, he's, he's just really fast, he can run, you know, things like that, and he can do what, so. Uh, that's how you put a game plan together as far as, you know, going out there. Brandon, do you, as you, as you sit, sit here right now at uh, uh, 6 o'clock on a Wednesday night, do you know what the game plan is? At what point do you find out the game plan? At what point do you get an idea of how you're going to attack the Steelers? Uh, that first, you know, that first practice when you come back, um, you obviously, even on your off day, you know, you watch film, you know, things of that nature and kind of see how they play together, and, you know, their base defenses and stuff. But, you know, once you come in on a, on a Wednesday, so today's practice is what? Is is a day that you get a sense of what's going to actually be in the game plan? Yeah, you know, you, you put uh, you know, your basic install in and stuff like that. Is it is it really different from one week to the next? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you scheme a certain way to take advantage of, you know, of a defense. Uh, different defenses, you know, week to week or, you know, you may have weaker players in certain positions, you know, stuff like that. You know, for you, last Monday night was a, a road game and in theory, a very loud crowd for the offense. It's been so impressive the way the offense has come out. Opening drive, touchdown against Cleveland, field goal against Chicago. You kind of take the crowd out of the game on Monday night. Do you prefer, do you, does it matter to you, honestly? I mean, you know the home crowd's great. Home game versus road games, does it impact the way you play? Uh, you know, obviously, you know, it's... it's you want to play home, you know, have fans, you know, uh, cheering you on. And, you know, when the defense is out there, have them loud. So, you know, their offense can't hear. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, playing home, you know, you're at, you know, where you're, you're at most of the time. You know you, you know, you don't have to travel, just things like that. Right. So you're in a hotel the night before a game. Yeah, I mean, that's home or away. So. Right. So, so tell people what time to get to the hotel. What do you do at the hotel? What's, uh, what's the routine like? Uh, you know, you usually travel, say you're playing on Sunday, you know, travel Saturday, get to, 
you know, whatever city you're getting to, um, you know, probably between three and four, a couple hours of downtime, say you want to meet with family or, you know, say you got some friends in the area. And then, you know, probably around seven, or you got dinner from five to seven, seven thirty. And then at seven thirty, um, you have meetings that go on until uh, about nine. And is that the same at home? Uh, same yeah. thing at home? Yeah. And then what time's curfew? Uh, I think it's 11, but once we're done with meetings, uh, I'd pretty much just uh, get a couple Gatorades and head to the room. Benny, you? You're a late night guy? No, uh, uh, I'm in a bed early. <laughs> You're not watching college football late night and only if LSU's on? If LSU's on, yeah, then I'm, uh, I'm watching them and everything. And then on game days, do you guys have a particular routine that you go through? Are you creatures of habit? Do you have superstitions? I don't have no superstitions. Music? Yeah, yes. I listen to music. A lot of good music. What what's, of- what's the one thing that gets, that gets you pumped up the most? Like one artist or one uh, future. Okay, future. there. <laughs> Meek Mills. Too. Check them out. Ah, Meek, Meek Mills. Mills. Yeah, okay, shout good. out to Boosie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No Drake on that playlist. I won't rock with Drake. Yeah, no, no, See, Drake Philly man uh, through and through. That's what I like to hear. Brandon, do you have any anything that pumps you up a little more than most? Get to that extra juice. Ursher, <laughs> come on, Ursher, <laughs> come on, man. Relax. Uh, nah, I mean I don't. Have, I actually don't listen to music on on uh, game days. I listen just more like you know motivational, inspirational stuff. Just keep a positive. Like mindset. Tony Robbins, the type of stuff. Or like what, uh, what what kind of what kind of motivational stuff <laughs> nah, you do? Just. Uh, I don't know. Just it's hard. To, I guess it's hard to explain, but yeah. just you know your typical motivational just stuff like that. But um, always leave early on the on the first bus. Um, you know, like to get there early. You know, get uh, get a hot shower in, taped up, and you're ready to go. A hot shower before nice. a game. Yeah. Hey, hey, for Benny Logan, the the task is Big Ben Roethlisberger, six feet five, two hundred and sixty pounds, tough guy to bring down. When you watch film, what's he do so well? How? Why is it so hard for defensive linemen and defensive linebackers and all these guys to bring this big man down? Uh, one thing, he does a good job of getting rid of the ball. Uh, he knows the passing scale. He knows where his guy's going to be. So everything is a timing thing for him. But at the same time, he's a 6'7", probably like 350. Oh, now he's a guy that doesn't mind getting hit. Uh, you saw his career. He took hits and everything. He bounced back from him. So he's going to stand in the pocket or whatnot. But his main thing is getting his ball to receive. He don't care how he has to do it. Uh, we see no film. A lot of times he was wrapped up. Guys had him, you know, in their palms, but he just shuffled the ball away, you know, to a, a running back coming, you know, at the backfield receiver crossing him or whatnot. So this week, you know, when we get to him, we got to attack more of his throwing arm so he don't get the ball away. Uh, I think, you know, over his years he had trouble with turnovers and things like that, so he's doing a good job this year protecting the ball. So once we get to him, we got to make sure we secure the ball and uh, then try to bring him down. And we, uh, of course, uh, like I said, if you have any questions for Brandon or Benny, you can call us right now, 888-729-9494, as we go to Jim in Delaware. Jim, you're on the, in the trenches. What's going on, bud? Uh, not much. I just want to talk to you guys and see, uh, you know, uh, how it makes you feel. I know injuries in the NFL are hard to look at, you know, and nobody wants anybody injured. But so far, I mean, you've knocked out two starting quarterbacks. Are you feeling the same love? Are you think you can take Roethlisberger out? They want you to take out Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. I mean, you're going into a game play, you know, trying to take out a quarterback or make <laughs> any plans and things like that. But, you know, once you get out the pocket or anything, he's pretty much a running back. So we're just going to attack him. But our main thing is just, you know, getting to him, disrupting him, 
Uh, just causing turnovers and things like that. You know, like I said, won't go into a game trying to take out a quarter. I mean, I know it's I know it's the preseason and two, things like that, Benny, and, and even for you, Brenda. Is there anything that you take away from those preseason games from what they've given you just a you know a few weeks ago? Uh, yeah, a lot of things we actually seen on film that you know they did to us the first preseason game, and uh, they're doing the same thing as the season go on. So we kind of got tendencies and things like that that we pick on. And uh, you could learn from, you know, the preseason game, even though he didn't play in, uh, I think, maybe one offensive lineman they played, but they're, they're still doing the same thing. Uh, we know they're going to pass the ball, get the ball to the perimeter to their uh, key guys, and, you know, uh, the running back is having a really good year. I think he's leading the league in uh, yes. rushing yeah, and everything Williams, yeah. like that. So, I mean, they're a well-balanced, you know, offense. Uh, they could attack you, you know, every phase, you know, the wide outs, the tight ends. We're having a solid season so far, and the running back. So you just got to really be disciplined in sounding your technique and just – execute the game plan and just have fun. Hey, Benny, uh, we talked about hitting the quarterback. It, it, the, the rules have changed so oh, much in the NFL. <laughs> so you, let's see, let's, let's review this. You're not allowed to hit a quarterback below the knees, correct? Correct. You're not allowed to hit a quarterback above the shoulder pads? Correct. And then so your target area is knees to shoulders? No, pretty much his target area is arms, like you just got to watch how you hit the quarterback, just period, man. It's does that crazy. bother you, the rules? It really doesn't. You just go and just attack him, and you just deal with fines later or whatnot. At the end of the day, you're trying to get the quarterback. That's your main thing. So if you happen to get a fine, you get a fine. But just don't try to get a penalty or anything that, that would hurt your team or put your you know, team in a situation to lose games or whatnot. But you definitely got to be careful when hitting the quarterback. But at the same time, just go attack him and deal with the fines later. And, uh, you know, Ben Roethlisberger was actually, you know, uh, talking about the defense and, and Jim Schwartz. And so here's, uh, here's Ben Roethlisberger's thoughts on, uh, on the defensive side of the ball here. Well, they're really good. I'll tell you that much. You know, obviously one of the best front sevens uh, you're going to face. They get after the quarterback, the run game. They, they get you behind the chains early. First and second down, you know, they make that second and long, third and long, and then uh, their secondary is good, whether it's sitting in the zones, playing man, whatever it may be. Just kind of gets you off schedule. Coach Schwartz, when he was in Buffalo and Detroit, you know, we watched a little bit of all those films, and that's his M.O. They have a great defensive line to get after the pass rush. Linebackers filling and speed off the edges. So this is going to be a heck of a test for us. Yeah, it's going to be a heck of a test for the Philadelphia Eagles also. Great respect for Antonio Brown, D'Angelo Williams. Uh, they do a terrific job of spreading things out. And really, Benny, it seems like Roethlisberger really gets the football out very quickly. Yeah, he does. Like I said, uh, he knows their passing scale. He knows everybody's going to be. Everybody just, you know, click on one page or whatnot. So a lot of time he doesn't even look, you know, to the receiver he's throwing to because he knows the spot they're going to be into. So a lot of time on play action and whatnot, he faked the you know, ball to the running back, and before you know it, the ball is already out to the receiver and everything because you know, they got speed on the, on the edge, so a lot of people respect their speed, and a lot of cornerbacks bail or whatnot, which allows them to get them quick passes and things like that. Yeah, and, and Brandon, on the opposite side, I mean, they're all obviously very aggressive defense as well. Do you, do you kind of like have that aggression on aggression type of feel going into this week, or you try and just... Is it more of like a, a, a sneak them uh, sneak them to sleep type of thing? Like, what is what, what do you do when it, against such an aggressive defense? Yeah, uh, we definitely gotta, you know attack, um, you know at, at all times. Uh, we know, you know they run a lot of different blitzes, you know cross dog in the middle and you know different things like that. So, um, I mean, we have to be spot on with our protection. Uh, if, if you know Carson wants us, you know to you know go somewhere else, we all got to communicate, be on the same page. And that, that, you know that's been a, a big discussion this week too, and just like how much he audibles is able to read defenses and things like that. Is that 
more or less, is, have you seen anybody else that you've played with? Either you've played with, you know, Hoyer and those guys down in there in Houston. Has anybody been, I, I guess, as good as him thus far, reading those defenses and doing that, or is this pretty par for the course here? Um, you know, you had a couple older guys who played the game for some time. If you read, I think the the, the thing that's uh, incredible is, you know, second second game in, and you know, was held out of the preseason because of the ribs. But second game into the regular season. You know, he's coming up to the line, making audibles, knows exactly where the safety rotation is, know where Blitz is coming from, get, you know, sliding us in, in the right direction. Um, you know, we're going to where he wants, you know, to see the, you know, the extra guy or the hot guy to come from. I mean, you know, it's, it's been incredible. Brandon, do you believe that a quarterback can raise the level of play of those around him? And if you believe that, do you believe that that is happening right now with your offense? Uh, I'd say yes and yes. Um, you know, Carson's coming in, leading by example every day. Like I said, putting in the extra time, the extra time in practice, um, really just being a student of the game. And by him um, knowing so much, you know, it lets us all know that, uh, you know, he has confidence in himself and we have confidence in him. And, uh, you know, the quarterback of the team, I mean, he goes as far as where he leads you. And I think he's doing a heck of a job right now. And we're going in the right direction. So if we can have a little, little revisit here, when the Eagles traded Sam Bradford that Saturday, what were your thoughts? As you look back on it now, what were your thoughts then and maybe how much has changed in your mind since that time? I mean, you know, obviously, you know, a little shock because nobody knew about it until it happened. But, uh, you know, drafting went second overall. You know, the keys, you know, to, to the ship were going to, you know, be in his hands sooner or later. Um, I think that also shows the confidence that, you know, the guys upstairs had, you know, in Carson, knowing that he was ready, knowing that um, he, he was going to go out there and know what to do and put us in the best situation to win. Had you played with, with rookie quarterbacks before? Uh, no. I, yeah. Nope. Yeah, so, I mean, you don't really go, you haven't gone through that really tough learning curve where they shorten up the offense and they kind of put the leash on the quarterback. It doesn't appear that there's any leash at all on what Carson is calling, what this offense is designing, and the, the scheme that, that Doug and Frank are putting together. Yeah. Uh, it's, I was going to say, it's really how, how, how much he can handle, how much it's on his plate, I mean. I mean, you can pretty much throw anything out there right now, and he can handle it. So, I mean, the playbook's open. You know, do whatever, uh, you know, we can do to win the game. Yeah, and uh, Benny, I know Brandon was talking about Carson leading by example and uh, doing a lot of stuff. Is that true of just kind of across the border? Is there somebody on, on the defensive side of the ball that is is really like the go-to guy? Is a is set example day in and day out that everybody kind of rallies around? Uh, you know, our defense is full of vets. Uh, guys have played around uh, on other teams and things like that. I, I think for the younger guys, you have uh, a bit in each position that you can go to and look for help. Uh, you know, for me, it's Connor and Fletcher and Brandon Graham, Vinny, you know, guys like that. But on every position, like I said, there's guys that played this game before and whatnot, so you always got the knowledge there if you need it. And also you have coaches that played in the league, so and we have some smart coaches on defense that you know, can put you in a situation to be successful and just put you in the right place. Benny, uh, on Monday night, Destiny Vallejo had the big sack, the strip, and ultimately knocked Jay Cutler out of the game. Rookie, wasn't drafted. I wonder from a mentor standpoint, did you spend a lot of time with him and how proud of you uh, are you of him for stepping up and making that play? You know, I was happy. I was happy for him. Uh, I actually told him, you know, this week, I mean, today at practice, when I go get you another sack, you know, a guy that came in, you know, underrated, undrafted, and everything like that. Uh, once training camp came, we knew who's a guy that could play or whatnot. It's not surprising me that he's making the plays that he's making. 
because in practice he approaches it, you know, like his game, and he puts in the work or not. So I'm looking forward to him just having, you know, success the rest of the season, continue just making plays. All right. Well, thank, uh, we'd like to thank everybody here from uh, Chicky and Pete's in South Philly. Brandon Brooks, Benny Logan, Dave uh, Spadaro all hanging out as we are ready for Phillies on deck with Jim Jackson right now on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Found out that you have for me. I found out that you have someone. Every time I get this drunk, I hope I wake up in another place. I roll up behind it. I wanna try it. Cook on your ways, bust up the place.